0: Hey Siri, play the next episode of Life
1: Talks. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> do you know do you know what I actually did for Chat GVT? I asked them for uh you know, podcast ideas for for this podcast. Yes. And I sent it to you yesterday. Yes, it was did awesome. You- <laughs> I was like, "This is a great, this is a great list."
0: I I will say to you that for the first time in sermon prep, I recently used ChatGPT. I was looking for a certain illustration, yeah, yeah, one that would work, and I I give me a sermon illustration on such and such. It gave me multiple ones. They just weren't substantive enough for it, me. Was
1: it about your ch- children licking the floor? No, that was. <laughs> that was Dan's own. (laughs) (laughs) That was
0: real life. You can't make that stuff up. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, well, my name
1: is Dan and I'm with
0: Ben. We're the teaching pastors at Life Fellowship and you're listening to Life Talks. And Life Talks is our podcast in which we just kind of deal with things that Christians deal with. And AI is one of them. We started our last uh, episode kind of discussing, you know, what is AI and what are the implications of it. Um, But, you know, a lot of us are using AI right now, Ben, and we don't even really recognize that it is AI. Can you give us some examples? That.
1: Yeah, I think what we have to remember is uh, artificial intelligence is, is is a very broad field, and and really what you're when you hear AI, th- there's really two major um, industries that are using artificial intelligence. One is trying to understand human reasoning and thought process and imitate it. So it's kind of let's let's replace the human brain and create a, a computer system that that has algorithms that can do those kinds of things. The the second part is uh, understanding human behavior and and construct machinery that will imitate um, human human behavior and so really you have two major schools of artificial intelligence uh, creators that are trying to you know when you think about uh, the, you know, the mechanical arm, you, you ever see those factories that are building cars mm-hmm. and you see all these mechanical arms what the, that's, that's artificial intelligence. It's, it's a computer program that's mimicking what human normally would have taken humans to do. It, and it's, this
0: is what will eventually give a self-driving car. Yes, right? exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it really, uh, we've heard this word robot. You mentioned robot l- last episode, robot just comes from a Czech word, uh, robota, which means work. And Mm -hmm. so it's a, it's a, it's a computer. It's a machine that's doing work for humans. That's Mm -hmm. basically what a robot is. Um, and so chat would be an example of AI that is more on the brain side or the understanding of, of thought process of, of imitating humans. Um, but you're going to see this. I I mean, again, these, these are, we're in the pioneer stages of this. So who knows what all of these things are, are going to look like, but you and I are already using, uh, are already using AI, right? I mean you started with Siri, mm-hmm. right? D- a digital assistant whether it's Alexa or Siri, that's that's AI right there and and when it came out a couple of years ago, no one freaked out. Everyone was like, okay. Yeah. You know, it's well, just well
0: Google and Bing and and yeah. all of those, those that's AI.
1: That's AI. What you're doing is you're asking them to to do some research work for you. That's mm-hmm. basically what it is. So you have a, the digital assistant thing that has already been um It's it's already like for example my my all my kids have Spotify they love Spotify and every they were just telling me about how every I forget what day of the week it was but every one day a week Spotify takes your listening you know habits of the past week and they'll create a playlist for you of new artists based on your old on your listening habits. Mm-hmm. That's artificial intelligence. It's taking things that you've listened to and saying, "Hey, we think you'll like this music," yeah. right?
0: Literally the ads that you see on when when you pull up Google or when you pull up Facebook, those are done by AI. AI,
1: AI artificial intelligence with with advertising is everywhere. Mm-hmm. When you you know click on Amazon, what are the the suggestions for you are based on yeah. What, what you've already been purchasing. Yeah, and
0: then it crosses to the other platforms and you'll start seeing ads for that 100%. product. percent Yeah, so don't ever buy underwear on Amazon. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that because of a friend.
1: <laughs> or or say even say things. I mean, how many times have you said things? It's
0: freaky. It's
1: really freaky. And there, you'll see an ad for something, you're having this conversation with your wife and all of a sudden it's like, wait a second. We were talking about that thirty will, minutes ago. I
0: will Google a question. You know, like we were watching a movie, and I wanted to know how many children did did uh, you know some uh, queen have? Hmm. And I wrote how many, and the question filled in itself. Children did the queen of the TV show that we, we were, were watching? watching. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: This is scary. Yeah. <laughs> so. Advertising is a big one. Medicine is a is a major issue. is a major industry. Watch with which artificial intelligence is having a huge impact. They're able to take images of X rays, MRIs, to be able to to really fine tune the ability of these machines to find cancer at a much earlier stage. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to see artificial intelligence. I mean, people are, are already. I was listening to a podcast on this. I think it was Jordan Peterson's podcast, and they were saying how. Most people would prefer. Uh, I don't know if this is a generational thing, but you can now they they've now programmed um, enough uh, an a, artificial intelligence to be almost like a general practitioner for people. Mm-hmm. They don't even need a general practitioner. You can give the you know you might be a doctor behind the computer screen, but they're looking at what the what the computer's coming up with solutions, medicines to take, those kinds of things, and it's just as effective as. A regular general yeah, and it could give you
0: real time feedback. I mean, they're even looking at AI in like the operating room, yeah. where you know you get to a certain stage and you have options, and it'll tell you you know which option has the best success rate, right, based on the data that it's getting from what you're yeah. what you're doing at that moment. And it's
1: interesting. I mean, you're you're even wondering, you know, how long will it be until you're having robots do surgery? I mean, they're already doing it at some level, but mm-hmm. I'm just talking about th- this is a this is a big thing, mm-hmm. right? So, so um, then you have autonomous vehicles. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a day when cars are driving themselves, when airplanes are flying themselves. You might have a, a human operator there at some level to make sure. But you know, I, I think Uber, Uber, and some of these other companies are getting to the point. I mean, they're investing heavily in this because if they can create a fleet of cars where they just come pick you up, and their main goal. Uh, these companies like Uber their main goal is to get to the point where you don't have you don't need a car you pay a monthly subscription and you can order a car to come take you around however that's their it might be 20 years down the road but that's what they're going for
0: well and that's what's happening with like mail and package deliveries with drones right
1: right, right. so um autonomous vehicles then you have facial recognition that's a big one yeah. like there are actually bars uh, that use facial recognition when you walk into a bar, the it lets the 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 bartender know who was there first, so you know who to serve next. So they don't have to keep track of anyone. That there there's computers taking taking records of every face that's walking in, so they know who's you know who to serve first. So that's that's another one. Another one language translation. That's a, been a huge. I shared that mm-hmm. that illustration last episode. But it, what we used to be able to take what used to take years to decipher. And to figure out how to translate is now happening in minute. I mean, it's like hours, yeah. Yeah. which is uh, which is great for the Word of God if you think yeah, about but it. But all those Wycliffe Bible translators are going to be unemployed, <laughs> <laughs> or they better figure out how to use Chat GPT or or, or, <laughs> or figure out how to use it. I mean, and I think that's the the other I- issue is industry. There, we don't know how many jobs we're going to lose mm-hmm. because of artificial intelligence. I think that's the you know just like the 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 engine the car the car the vehicle how it transformed the horse industry (laughs) you know the the buggy whip yeah the my my grand my dad tells me how my his grandfather my great grandfather used to love to still um, plow with a horse Mm -hmm. every once because he grew up in a farming community he's like every once in a while he even though they had tractors he'd get out there and just drive a few horses back and forth because he just just he just (laughs) loved it so much more than driving the tractor and so. You know, there's gonna. There might be a day where you and I are driving a car, and our grandkids or you know great grandkids are looking at us like, "Why are you driving cars?" I'm like, "Well, my day, we love to drive cars, and it was awesome." You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it just it's crazy when you think about these kinds of things. So, this is what's happening. The, the major risks that we have, you know, that we're running into is really issues of safety. I think that's a major issue that we've got to be concerned about. The issues of safety that we are um, we talked a little bit about, you know, what AI can do is, are there, are we creating boundaries so that they are not, you know, you know, doing anything that's going to cause harm or danger to to humanity. Second one is privacy. When you think about what we're allowing in, we just talked about those ad, ad things we are allowing. I mean, if the govern, if in our government, like for example, in China, it's easy for them to track where where people go, and what mm-hmm. people do—it's—it's it's a communist state, and they are yeah. using technology to track every human being in there. Yeah,
0: all—all all that's required for that to happen here right now is to inject a, you know, a chip of some kind. But
1: that's really not necessary because nobody goes anywhere without their phone. No one goes anywhere without their and
0: phone, and that'll tell them everywhere you've been. And so,
1: all think about in a country that wants to limit or or distract from, you know, the the church or Christianity. You could, you could figure out our, where do all the phones go to all the evangelical churches, and they know mm-hmm. who's really attending church. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the privacy issue is, is, is another major factor. And then another one is just the idea of liberty. You know, liberty is at stake here, if, if you think about it. So issues of control. I, I think all of those are concerns. And so, you know, when we, I, I know that we talked about the two responses that it, to technology that Number one, can technology either enhances good or evil. We need to remember that. The second thing is we need to let our morality and truth lead in asking, should we before could we? And that's for us Christians as well. We have to be, just because technology creates something, I think we need to be very careful whether or not we had, we just jump on it. Right? Mm-hmm. We've all said, you and I, we've had lots of conversations about this. We've had podcasts on this. You and I both know that, Giving a a young person a cell phone before they're at a, a a very mature you know age in life is a very bad idea. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because the technology is there and everyone's doing it. And mm-hmm. it's, and so instead of asking should we do this, we're just doing could we do this? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the so as Christians we have to think differently about technology. The third. The third point, the third idea of technology I think that's really important is that we have to understand that no machine, no robot, no AI can ever replace the image of God in humanity. Hmm. I think that is really, really important, that every time a new technology it makes an advance, it moves us away from one of the God-given uniqueness or God-given designs of our humanity. And so, uh, for example, if you look, if you're in any kind of public transportation, I just, just flew down to my grandmother's funeral um, last week. And, you know, you go to an airport and I remember, you probably remember this. I remember this. There was a day that you would go to the airport and you'd sit down and people would just talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You'd, sit in that, you'd sit down next to someone in, your, in the seat next to you. And sure enough, you, there would just be this unspoken rule that you would, you know, start up a conversation. Where are you heading? What's going mm-hmm. on? People don't. I mean, people are silent today in airports. Why? Because everyone is on their device. Mm-hmm. No one talks to anyone today on a plane. Very rarely do you have a conversation. In fact, there was a conversation with someone going going on in back of me, and I thought, man, it's been a long time since I've heard a conversation going on. But there's something about what technology does. Is it 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 takes away part of that humanity that. Part of us being humans is this idea of being relational and attunement and, and and engaging with other human beings and when when we allow these these technologies into our life it takes away a part of that humanity in us and I think we have to remember that no technology can replace that but what it can do is it can really stunt that or or mar that image of God in us and so and I think probably, you know, I just had this idea, but it might be good to press. You know, we'll get done with this with this episode, but I think it's a really important idea to to walk through. What does it mean that what is the Imago Dei? What is the image of God in humanity? Because I could say technology can't replace the image of God, but I think a lot of Christians are like, "Well, what's the image of God?" They know it's in the Bible, but what does that really mean? And so, I think those are those are things that I I think we could you know the next episode of this will take a break from kind of the the greater ai conversation and just hone in on what does it mean to have the image of god in us as humanity we're not robots we're not animals we are a unique creation in god's image and that means something and and we can't let technology take that away
0: yeah yeah you know, one of the great risks and and it's something being debated actively right now with ai is one of the things god gives us is the gift of creativity mm where, you know, whether it's art or music or even innovation. And one of the great mm. uh, thieves <laughs> mm. uh, or things that get stolen, I guess, uh, by AI would, would be creativity. It can. Yes. I mean, the other day, um, a friend of mine had, um, Chat GPT, write a poem on a very, very specific topic that had spiritual overtones. And it was a masterpiece. Mm. I would never have guessed except for one word that was a little odd sometimes that happens in poetry. Yeah. Um, that that it was not written by someone who had been a pastor for forty years. Mm. Um, and and so and it's already doing this with music, and it's it has the potential again to do this with the film, and so forth. And 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 yet, creativity is one of the things that God uses us or gave us that we could worship Him, mm. so that we reflect His image yeah. uh, through our creativity. So so these these are things, but. AI is coming, whether we want it to or not. That's right. Yeah, every Christian on the planet could say, "I'm going to wait," but it's not. Go- it's <laughs> not going to wait, right? So, so navigating this is going to be a challenge, and there's going to be, you know, you know. Theological ethicists and so forth are going to be weighing on this, and I think one of the things we have to say to people as as they're navigating this is don't be passive about it. Learn about it, understand it. You know, my generation, you know, we have been through so many complex changes Mm. in my, you know, six decades of Mm -hmm. life that that we're like, oh, this is exhausting. Yeah, and and granted, you know, when it comes to full. Fruit. I'm probably not going to still be here. Yeah. But but the, my grandchildren are. And, yeah. and and so, um. You know, we need to stay educated on this. Don't we? I? I th-
1: yeah. I think it's important that remember the very first principle of technology that if if technology can be used to enhance good, we need to be asking ourselves, okay, how can we use this for good? Mm-hmm. I don't think that all of us have a little bit of an Amish streak in us, in that we get a little scared about when things feel, you know, right. new. Right. Uh, and you know, the younger that we are, the more comfortable we are with technological advances. That's just been that's just true. There's probably things that you were comfortable with that your dad was like, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't want to figure that out. You know, yeah. and uh, but I do think that it's important for the Christian and for the Christian minded person to say, okay, how can this new how can this new technology enhance us to get the message of Jesus across to other people? I, I'm not saying that there aren't boundaries around those kinds of things. I think that there's always a danger where we let relevance or pragmatism become the, you know, the, the rule of the day. But again, we have the other value of just because we can, we can do something doesn't mean we should do something. So making sure we have a value, we have values, morality that reflect the Word of God. But what I want to make sure that we are doing is, Let's not let let's not let the world determine what you know what is good and what is what is evil. let we need to be the ones saying, here's the good work that can happen because of AI mm. and let's let's leverage it for 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 the for the for kingdom purposes. I know there's I know that it can be done. I just don't i mean, i'm forty seven years old. I don't <laughs> i'm I'm a pastor. I can't tell you, but I do know this. There's probably young people out there that can think through that and say, Hey, have we thought about this? I've never thought of. Yeah, but we, I can't wait
0: to hear Billy Graham's new
1: crusade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's amazing when you think about the you talk about creativity. My kids were showing me, you know, uh, movie movie um, previews that don't even exist, mm-hmm. but AI created them from you know merge this 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 director's style of a film with this. You know, trilogy and with this, with these actors, and boom.
0: Well, you did that. You wanted James Earl
1: Jones and what was the other guy? Morgan Freeman. Morgan
0: Freeman <laughs> to do an episode of Life Talks.
1: Yeah. And then we did. And that's exactly. I, so, Britt and I were texting back and forth, and we were talking about, wouldn't it be great if you could get James Earl Jones and Morgan Freeman to do our voices? Because I said, we would just, you know, we'd run out of jobs. Yeah. You know, we'd yeah. be like, well, I don't want to hear Dan and Ben. I want to hear, you know, well, Morgan. Well, you've
0: got a great voice. I don't.
1: So. Well, I mean,. <laughs> You compare my voice you with You could
0: interview James Earl Jones. <laughs> I could. Two wonderful baritones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but I said, uh, I think you did it, didn't you do it? And Britt basically was like, put a have James Earl Jones and Morgan Freeman have a discussion about Christianity. And it created this conversation that you're reading and you're like, this is unbelievable. It really was. Yeah. And it's create it's the creativity and how it how it did it is just like it is mind boggling to me. So, but I do know this that 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 kind of creativity can be used to 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 enhance the the opportunity to share with people the message of Jesus. And I think we need to ask ourselves, how can we leverage that? Yeah.
0: And in as much as, you know, many people are watching the chosen right now and they're adding um color and depth to their understanding of how Jesus may have, but we always compare it back to the scripture. That's right. And so And when it comes right down to it, whether you're talking about watching a movie, reading a book, um, or whatever AI may produce in the future, if you don't know the word of God, Mm. if you don't stay the word of God, you do not have the right gravity in your life. You don't have the, you know, you don't have the compass, um, and nor do you have the ability to tell between that which is true and that which is false. And, And
1: I think that you, I'm so glad you said that because that the word of God becomes our anchor, the word and the spirit that no matter what technology advances, we have the supernatural means by which we have access to that that live inside of us that we have an opportunity to use every day don't let don't let the technology take, supplant the word of God and the spirit of God in our lives.
0: Yeah. That's a good word. Well, we've been discussing AI at Life Talks. And as always, we appreciate you listening in. And by the way, this was an um, episode that these last two episodes were done at the request of someone who wrote into yeah. us. So if you ever have an idea for an episode, please feel free to do that. And as always, please share uh, your favorite episodes, if you would, with your friends on social media and anywhere else. And uh, and we hope you'll join us next time. And so thanks as always. For joining us here at Life Talks. You've been listening to Life
1: Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. As a Ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina, For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit LifeCharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.